0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Bootcast. I'm your host, Eugene Devereaux and joining me today from Delmec here in Carlo is Keelan Delaney. Eugene, thank you very much. Delighted. Cheers. No problem at all. Keelan, tell us a bit about yourself then and we'll launch in.
1: Yeah, so I am uh, Keelan Delaney. I'm from Balna Brana in Carlo. I'm I'm a Carlo person. Uh I'm married with three kids, uh Dylan, Danny, and Ava. They're they're teenagers now. Um and I'm CEO of Delmec, which is uh we're we're a, a global firm working in the telecom space and and uh based here in Carlo as well. Brilliant.
0: Okay, so we'll come back to Delmec in a couple of minutes and just to try and tie it back in with travel and adventure and pushing the comfort zone out. Um yeah. So we'll just start off back going back a couple of years. What was your first country that you that you visited ever?
1: Uh the first first country I've been to was was the US. I went to meet my I when I was eight. I went yeah. to meet my auntie or my whole family went down right. to uh, to Seattle in, in, in the US. So that was the first place to travel to. Yeah. Uh, an amazing experience and, and back then it was nineteen eighty. So that was uh that was a long time ago. Uh, I think then, then after that, uh, you know, w- our family was always traveling. So mm. Spain, Portugal, Europe, you know, yeah. that that's... Uh, so it, like it's always been in, in the family to be traveling, to be honest,
0: you know. Cool. Um, what's your favorite country then and
1: why? Uh, I think, I suppose, like two two favorite countries, if that's okay, or two favorite places. Yeah. One one is the US because it's just, it's amazing and there's so much to do and I have so, so many friends there. Uh, I went went to college there as well, so it's like it got connections there. Uh, but in terms of fa- favorite places, it's got to be Africa because Africa. it's uh, and I, I like I'm, I'm not going to say which country because Africa is, yeah. is like there's 52 countries there, but it's very um, it's just exciting. It's just an exciting place, and there's so much happening, and it's it's boom time in Africa at the moment, and yeah. I think it will be for the next 20 or 30 years, you know. Right,
0: cool. Um, so what, what what would be the most differing country then to Ireland that you've that you've been to so far?
1: Uh, again, I I I'd, you know to go back to 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 Africa. Like yeah. if I was to pick a specific place there, there's lots of different places. But but I went into Togo at one stage uh, from from Ghana, and it, it's just it was it was more uh, it was poorer again than than a lot of other places you've been to. It was less developed. They were speaking French. Uh, you couldn't really fully communicate, yeah. and everything seemed to be dated back so, so you know so many years. Yeah, there wasn't yeah. proper road infrastructure and everything, so it was uh, it was just
0: uh, an unusual experience, you yeah. know. An yeah. Eye opener. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, just on that, then, what, what what's your worst travel experience to date?
1: Uh, like I like all my travel experiences. To be honest, I've had strange things happen. Yeah. Boy. I can't say that they're bad like they're all experiences right so they're they're uh you know you got to, like I, I ended up in a in a police station in thailand a couple of weeks ago so uh, <laughs> i i lost my passport yeah yeah uh not that i lost my passport i went to a meeting, and left my passport in a reception right. where they needed uh, identification yeah uh, i i came out my son was with me so he was traveling for the experience through yeah, asia yeah. with me yeah. And uh, he 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 was still an Irish type, so he'd fallen asleep in a in a cafe. So I was more worried about waking him up and getting to the airport. Right. On the way to the airport, we realised I'd left oh my passport God. in the in the uh, at the business. Right. And uh, so we we couldn't go back and get it. But I have a second business passport, ah. so I tried to go through Thai immigration with my second business passport. Right. And they right. did they didn't like that because I'd come in
0: on the other one, that morning on a
1: different different yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but it was grand. We yeah. got brought to the station explained the position and right. uh, got it all fixed and got me back to, to actually make my flight that's uh, my, my son ended up waiting <laughs> at immigration <laughs> while i went off to do all this you know
0: jeez i didn't actually realize there is a business passport
1: well you, you or, c- yeah you need to you know i suppose we need enterprise ireland help and and, yeah. and the irish uh you know department of foreign affairs help us to get that so a yeah. number of people in the business have the second passport
0: right that's Jesus that's uh, that is and, handy yeah yeah um cool so just on that do you, do you fly business class when you're going for work trips or no we something... we
1: like within the company we we we've a policy of not yeah. not doing that everybody travels yeah. economy it's it's uh you know it, like it like everybody in the business is treated equally and fairly and and, yeah. and we all travel in the same way so it's yeah. uh, it's yeah. No yet no, no, no. Now, now and again, you're traveling a lot, so you do get upgrades and, and yeah. that, and that's nice. Yeah, yeah. But uh, again, when my son was with me in Asia last a uh, couple of weeks ago, before just before Christmas, he uh, he got I got an upgrade. I let I let him take it, you know, so he got <laughs> nice. to travel
0: business class. Yeah,
1: <laughs> cool. On one of the flights.
0: That's brilliant, keelan So what what would be what would be the benefits then of of working in different countries? um Like you've employees all over the world.
1: We, 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 we're focusing on Ireland and Europe, Africa, and we, we have uh, five offices across Africa in the Congo, Tanzania, Ghana, South Africa, and uh, and Congo-Brazzaville. Hmm. Um, and then we're, we're setting up, we've just had a meeting this morning actually about, where we're looking at uh, where we want to be based in Asia. So we've yeah. we've a, we've, uh, a guy, Moan now, who is a re- regional business a- manager in Asia, and he's based in Sri Lanka. We're looking at what where's the best kind of springboard country to be based
0: in Asia to to, to develop yeah. the same kind of service across the Asian market, you know? That's interesting. The the last guest, um, he's actually an Irish guy from Carlo who's set up a guest house out in Sri Lanka.
1: Oh, that's amazing because uh, Johnny Wall. Yeah, one of uh, our guys. Work and knows him, and and when we were in Sri Lanka, he was telling us we should oh, really, we should, yeah, it's uh, mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, is yeah. small,
0: it's a global village, yeah,
1: that's Jeez. it, that's, that's it, a good one now. yeah. Um, and really? we will have to try catch up with him at one stage,
0: you know, yeah. So,
1: we two brothers that 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 work together, two barns that know, oh, yeah, uh, not the guys, yeah, <laughs>
0: that's mad, yeah. Um, so, like, what would be the benefits then, like, from a strategic point of view? From you having travelled around the world and worked in different countries and seen how things are done in different countries and dealing with like legislation and planning and maybe bureaucracy or in some countries corruption and stuff like that
1: yeah so i, I suppose to like maybe go back when in in why did we do this in the first place right because yeah. we could yeah. have just stayed working here in ireland but yeah. in the in in the recession in 2007 and 8 and 9 of whatever here in ireland our business slowed down and we, we had to, if we wanted to keep the same level of business, we had to, we had to, to move abroad. And we kind of knew this was coming, so we started doing that, you know, in the, the 2007, 2008. Yeah. Uh, and we started to develop business in 2011 and 12. And, and Africa was just the, the the market that was busy for telecoms at the time. Yeah. We had a particular service in terms of knowledge about telecom towers that we could deploy there. And there was clients that needed that um so that's that's what got us what that's what God is out there yeah. um and that's what you know drove us so really we would still say that that strategically it's it's having having a global market You're, we're in it we're in telecoms telecoms is very project-based mm-hmm. you can be very busy in a particular country at, yeah. at a particular time while companies are all now 4g or 5g or whatever
0: yeah.
1: um but once that stops then you know business slows down so we've decided that we need to be operating across different markets so that we don't have that slowdown
0: yeah um hedge your bets and if there's a recession in certain part of the world we move to where where the next hot place is yeah
1: and be in a couple of locations where you can be running a couple of different projects i think the benefit then is that telecoms if you walk in onto a to a mobile telecom site whether that's in carlo or whether it's in the congo or it's in donegal or it's in in singapore it's the mm. same equipment it's the same same layout site it, you know they're built the same more or less so yeah. so once you develop that expertise you can apply it in in any of these locations to a certain extent yeah um and then we've been lucky enough given that we went into africa first i suppose we developed the expertise or the knowledge within Delmic to be able to enter markets and and work around the difficulties and, and africa does certain yeah. difficulties so we we've learned how to work around those difficulties and and uh, be able to um, you know build business in a difficult market so um so that that then allows us to continue to do that mm. and I, I think the people that we've got working in delmec and, and that we've you know we've we've uh, worked with over the years and have you know have become part of the of the company both abroad and here, you know, it's a huge amount of experience and knowledge all around mm-hmm. telecoms and around working, working internationally. So that's uh, that's really the key thing It's the people yeah. in the business that that now know how to do this. Like it's yeah. it's uh, it's your it's our core a advantage, kind of competitive yeah. advantage.
0: Yeah. So Keelan, uh, I read a recent article there you did for Thrive Global about leadership and travel. So can you give me a few comments on that? How does how does travel make you a better business leader, I suppose?
1: Yeah, I, I, I think um, that uh, I suppose culturally, you know, working in different parts of the world, you become more cult- culturally aware. You become much more um, uh, accepting of of different people and different places, and it, and it makes you just it makes you it makes it easier to yeah. to, uh, to to manage a more diverse organization and 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 to lead people, um, you know, from. From all over the world, I suppose uh, you know you've got you've got differing views from different places, and you try and take take yeah. uh, take all those in.
0: Brilliant. Um, would you consider yourself a risk taker?
1: Uh, I yeah, in in the business, I think they you know we we have it's been an entrepreneurial business for for a period of time, and, and I think um, the guys in the business might consider me a risk taker, maybe too much of a risk taker. But I I believe I'm an engineer by by qualification. Yeah and um I believe i I kind of assess these things these these risks to a certain extent and I'm making calculated risks yeah um and and trying to um you know make sure that we're you know if we're taking a risk that we're we're not gambling the 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 entire <laughs> pot or whatever that we're taking a risk that there's a fair chance of winning you know
0: and just um, on that what what would be your biggest kind of business risk that you've taken to date
1: um yeah we've we've <laughs> we've loads of those, but I suppose initially setting up the business us, yeah. was was, uh, that was a big thing because I had a, you know, I, I used, I worked in a company called CRH, Roadstone. Yeah. Uh, I had a nice, nice job there. I was managing a, yeah. um, a part of the business and it was, uh, it, it was easy, I suppose. It was hard work, but it mm. was, it was safe and secure. Yeah. And to take your savings and go set up the business was, uh, you know, was, it was a big step and it was a big step to try to convince your wife to, to you know take step to do this whatever so you were you were uh you were gambling the full pot at that stage you know yeah, yeah. um so that was probably the biggest risk but there's been loads like you know um uh, we we invested in and and my my kids laugh at this when they when they, you know we've done lots of things where we've we've lost big time we, yeah. we invested in telecoms um renewable energy mm. um yeah sure it was growing market or whatever but we we didn't we didn't make it you know mm. we we you know and it's it's pushed us back to stick to our core or netting or whatever and so that that didn't work we got involved in property in the boom times yeah uh, which you know there was lots of problems there as well so it's it's uh you know there's been loads of things where where we've where we failed i suppose you know uh, but you've got to have those failures to learn to be able to move on and and use that knowledge to to you know do better in the future
0: brilliant so just on risk and the unknown and kind of pushing pushing yourself, um, what would be your most extreme physical challenge to date?
1: So I, I've done my my wife's a really good runner, right? And she's done a couple of marathons, and I decided that I've played football and hurling and everything all my life that I should be able to do a marathon very easy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I tried that, yeah, and I, I realised it's not that easy. Um but but I I do have. Um, unusual experience in that i was training for my first marathon and it was on in dublin in october yeah you know know 2011 or 12 or or 13 or 14 or something uh but i was training and i ended up working in iraq um the week before right so uh, and when i was there i i I realized that there's a marathon on in erbil which is that it's in the kurdish part of um, of iraq north iraq it was close to Mosul, where isis had just taken over Mosul. Um, but I decided since I trained for the Dublin Martin and that and, and that was on the Monday and I was going to be there in in Iraq on the Friday, I was going to do the, the Martin in Iraq on Friday. <laughs> so I did it and I, and my claim to fame is that I came 297th in, in 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 a Martin. I, I don't have to tell everybody there was only 300 people in the race, but uh, so I did it. Finished the, the Martin out there and I actually came back and I did the Martin on the Monday Jesus. in uh, in Dublin and yeah and uh but i have to say i was fairly shattered by the end of uh of the marathon on, on one amazing. evening yeah
0: jeez out in a rack
1: yeah it was, was hot? it it was it was hot, yeah and i didn't have all the gear <clears throat> You didn't have the the you know the the gels and all that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. stuff so i i had a <laughs> plastic bag with mars bars in, in the, on my back to do it <laughs> yeah. i had to the, probably the most dangerous part was i had to go to buy runners and and yeah. and all that kind of stuff where we were working on a site where where it was secure. Yeah. And uh, you know, travelling around the city trying to buy all this stuff probably wasn't exactly the safest thing to be doing. But
0: uh, You got there, in the I got there and I got there and you didn't and come I, last. And <laughs> I didn't come last, exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Um what would be your favourite outdoor activity
1: then? Um my favourite I like I love hurling. I'm I'm too old for it now, but yeah. that's my that's my sport, that's what I've played all my life. Uh, that's that's you know that's what i have a passion for um so that's my favorite outdoor activity but i i love the outdoors so yeah. so hurling football soccer tennis uh running i go running two or three mornings a week um i just like even over the christmas we we went walking through Glenda lock and yeah. the, along the river and everything so i'm just an outdoors person i like the outdoors and the skiing and skiing <laughs> and skiing exactly yeah that's uh that's a, you know something I really enjoy as well. If I didn't get a
0: holiday all year, as long as I got to go skiing, I'd be happy. You know, <laughs> brilliant. Um, how how do you stay motivated? Like say, like going through the recession, some business people may have folded or given up on themselves. Like yeah, in the day day when things aren't going as as you'd like,
1: yeah, I think that that um, you know that like in certainly the recession, we 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 were lucky we went abroad because we were doing a certain level of business in ireland in in to, like the telecoms runs a couple of years behind mm. the, the the normal economy so it, the recession didn't really hit us until 2010 and 11. Right. Um, and and business fell off a cliff at that stage but we could see it was coming um and we knew it was coming and we were lucky that we had started to to, to look abroad and mm. started to do work abroad because we basically went from you know running at 100 miles an hour here in ireland to, to, to zero basically and yeah. we would have closed if we hadn't uh, you know set up abroad and and i suppose they like you know they, they, like to motivate yourself i i think like goals and 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 objectives and we try and run our business around that but mm-hmm. i think personally as well if you're setting and and every year at this time of the year like i review what goals i've set for last year and mm-hmm. what i'm doing for this year and look a couple of years out and if you're continuously striving for for you know for goals that you're setting for yourself i think that helps to to to, to motivate yourself without that you know that, that that's what that's what works for me if yeah. if i've got things that i objectives that i've got to try and hit you know
0: what'd be your number one goal then for 2020
1: Uh for 2020 we we've uh we've done a lot of work on the business in terms of restructuring yeah. and and focusing on markets and uh we 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 have a particular um uh, revenue target that we want to hit for this year and yeah. i think if we hit that that means we've you know we've done a good job on on restructuring the business or, or reorganizing things um yeah. so i think that will be the key goal for 2020
0: brilliant uh just before we wrap it up then do you have any kind of favorite mottos that you that you live by yeah or-
1: uh, again my kids kill me for this but but uh they like i i have this thing with the kids and like the never give up yeah so uh, that's our family motto <laughs> <you> go, folks. <laughs> so uh yeah and so you, you you know if if uh I think I think again in business as well if you've got that attitude that you're not going to give up too easy and yeah. and uh it can help you to you know to drive things on you know so that's yeah that's
0: Brilliant. it is there any other business leaders kind of at a global level that you look to or inspire uh, you to
1: yeah, I, I suppose like again, maybe uh, you know, hanging on the African kind of uh, uh, thing is like a, like one, one person, person. I suppose it, it, it was the period of time I was really growing up, and and uh, was Nelson Mandela. Yeah. So he's not business, but but certainly he had that attitude. He didn't give up. He was in prison for twenty seven or twenty eight mm-hmm. years, and he still came out. And and even after all that, he 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 uh, you know we, we're working in South Africa now. so you See it. He he didn't he didn't. Um, uh, you know, do things that maybe other leaders would have done in terms of you know coming down hard on yeah. on, uh, on on the opposition or whatever. Yeah. He tried to build a, you know a proper country and and uh, mm. and work forward in that way. So yeah, so he's he's somebody that's influenced me over there.
0: Mandela, yeah, brilliant. Um, any any good business or leadership books that you recommend? Do you read books or?
1: Yeah, yeah. I read a lot of business books. I'm I'm, read, I'm reading Michael Lewis's. Um, uh, flash buys at the moment, which is uh, to book on on you know how how the stock exchanges in in the US are connected via fibre, so there's a bit of a telecoms yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. element to it as well, and uh, how they're trying to get faster and faster connections because it's down to nanoseconds if they can get the order in before others get it in, they 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 make a a killing on the trade. So it's, a,
0: it's it's really amazing, <laughs> Michael Lewis. Yeah. So you mentioned the Congo um, a couple of minutes ago, so. I know that you, you do some work out there. Um, can you tell me more about the project that you were involved in and maybe yeah. future plans? Or, yeah, so
1: so uh, like the Congo is a place I particularly like. We've got some really good friends there. We we kind of didn't you know aim to be there specifically, we yeah. ended up in there with a, with, with a client, and it's it's a super place. It's you know really nice people. It's not you know, you, you just it's not what you think, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh it's just a really, really friendly place, really nice people there. Um, but it's very poor and, and there's lots of resources. It should be a really rich country, but, it, but it's not. And a lot of people, Kinshasa is a huge city. It's the, the capital city. There's 12 million people in it, yeah. it's about 80 kilometers wide. And people are coming from all over the country into the city, but there's no infrastructure. You know, it's very little roads, very little um, power, but water is a particular problem. And we asked our we've a, a, a manager there, Bienvenue, who, who looks after the business for us. There, really, really good guy. We we're asking Bienvenue, how can we help? Yeah. You know, locally, how can we, you know, impact as many people as possible? Mm. So he came up with his team with this idea to build a well in in a part of Kinshasa where they don't have any water, they don't have any roads. The, Bel, Bel Air is the name of the the, the, the location. It's crazy,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so in we, the name like yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: So we we bought a small site we uh, uh we, we drilled the well put in a pump put yeah. in uh, uh tanks and and uh and solar panels uh, to run the to run the pump and the whole thing costs is about sixteen thousand uh, yeah. dollars which you know if you were to do it here it probably cost you about fifty thousand but, yeah, yeah. but uh but we we have it built and we've two people now employed in the mm-hmm. in, in the well and what they're doing is they're maintaining it and managing it and actually yeah. distributing the water it's brilliant uh, so it's, it's so it's implying people as well which yeah. is really good there's small He's charge for the water but it but people around were just so delighted yeah. my wife came out to open the, the, the um the well with with me yeah. back during the summer and you know the the local people were asking us could we build a school next and then a yeah, then yeah. A hospital That's like much. which you know obviously we we can't like we yeah. Yeah, but but what we probably will do we're, we're working on our budgets for next year but we probably will build another well somewhere in the city because yeah. it does have a huge impact on yeah. so many people it's brilliant well done
0: yeah are there any tips, tools, or apps that you use when you're working on the go to make it more efficient? Like, I
1: like yeah, just just done that. We within our business, we've we've uh, over the last couple of years, we've developed a, an ERP system, or we've bought an ERP system, and it connects the whole business. It's on the cloud. We can work anywhere in the world, and we can get access and 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 um, connected. It's it's a package called Netsuite. It's oh, just yeah. it's just unbelievable um and it's very niche in terms it's very specific to certain types of businesses or whatever but but uh yeah that's been the that's been a big um help for us in terms of being able to to work in different places brilliant um top tip for anyone starting a business then i i think uh starting a business like in like we've had loads of failures so maybe i might't be the the, the <laughs> the best person to be tipping but but um but i think that like a lot of people think it's all about hard work and it's all about it's all about um knowledge or experience or or but i think it's all about uh not not giving up and being determined yeah. and just keeping sticking at it and uh even when everything's going wrong staying staying going and staying sticking at it and put, you know right now what you need to do and just keep doing it i think yeah. that's to me is what it's about you know
0: cool I suppose just before we wrap it up then, how can anybody reach out to, to Delmec or find out more about Delmec or yourself?
1: Yeah, I, like in like we're we're based here in Carlo. and uh, you know, our details are on the website, www.delmec.ie. Yeah. Um we're looking for people, we're working internationally, we're expanding business, we're looking for people all the time yeah. um in, in various different areas, but particularly engineers and project managers. Um, so if anybody's interested or anybody wants to get in contact with us just log on today the, to the website
0: get our details and 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 contact us brilliant so that's delmec.ie folks and they are hiring so keep an eye out if you're in the market for a pm role or engineering role and hopefully yeah. we can get you get you sorted there so keelan thanks a million for coming on the book thank you thanks Cheers. very much thank
1: Eugene. you thank